Thanks for joining us here at Variety Show for the Soul. I'm your host, Jamie D. from Human Soundcheck. This podcast is focused on all things healing. We cover different healing arts, meet those who work in the field, and you'll gain something you can take into your daily lives for your own well-being. Let's get to it. Hi, everybody. I'm Jamie D. And I'm here with Kelly McAllister and Tim Richardson. Hi, guys. Hi. Hey. And they are with Pure Karma Handcrafted Soaps. And they've been around since 2016. They have healing, quality of life, and sustainability front of mind when choosing ingredients to put into the products they make. Pure Karma uses a holistic approach in their method, and that's why they're here today. So where are you, uh, where are you guys based out of? We are here in Louisville. Ah, cool. Are you Louisville natives? Uh, we are. We are. Yes. Oh, cool. That's great. So you obviously make and sell soap, but I understand you have more than soap to offer. So what other products do you guys make? Go ahead, Kelly. Sure. Uh, we make a face cream. It's a rose geranium face cream. Um, very lovely. It's uh, one of our really good sellers. Um, we also make a sea buckthorn sunflower lotion. It's a, it's a more of a body lotion. It's lighter. Um, one of our best-selling products is a body butter. Um, people really like that, especially this time of year when you yes. start getting cracked cuticles and cracks in your heels, things like that. And then, hmm, let's see, we make sugar scrubs. Lip balm. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah. Sh shampoo bar. I have a lip balm here in my hand. It's sweet orange. And what other uh, flavors do you guys have for lip balm? Peppermint. Ah, oh, that's great. Yeah. It covers all the bases. Please continue. Sorry. Oh, yeah, sure. Um, so we make a sugar scrub. Bath bombs. Bath oh, yeah. bombs, yes. yes. That's a lot, that's a lot yeah. of products <laughs> to cover. So you go from basically from bath to to body to lip to face to right hair yeah. oh yeah Sh shampoo bars oh great yeah yeah right. we're right. working on a natural deodorant we've oh, had yeah. a little we ran into a little bit of a snag with it but we're still still working on it yeah it's not easy I tried to make <laughs> I tried to make a natural deodorant myself and it was so disgusting I mean it worked but it was so grainy <laughs> and it was a mess so uh, <laughs> so good luck I'm sure you guys will nail it because uh, yeah. this is what you do so. Uh, what are some of the ingredients that you use in your products? Um, you mentioned some, basic, like the sea buckthorn and that mm -hmm. you have body butters and stuff like that. But what else, what goes into what you make? Well, we try to use uh, organic oils. We use olive oils, coconut oil. Um, we use shea butter, kokum butter. We've used... Um, Cocoa butter. Cocoa butter. We use organic sunflower oil. One thing we do not use is palm oil. Why is that? Well, you know, you've heard about the palm trees being cut down and the orangutans mm -hmm. suffering because they live in that kind of environment. And um, so it's really not such a sustainable industry, the palm oil industry. Mm -hmm. And in fact, rainforest is cut down to have monocultures of palm trees Oh, because it produces more yeah. money yep. for people so we just wanted to try to avoid that whole thing so no palm oil just you know mostly olive castor sunflower only essential oils for our fragrance uh -huh. no no fragrance oils just essential oils mm -hmm. yeah uh we use a lot of butters shea butter mango butter yeah. cocoa butter cocoa butter um and we use some castor oil some right right that's a good one 
And then we have other additives like clay, Mm -hmm. like pink clay, green clay. um, And those are nice for skin. Uh, Mm -hmm. Sometimes charcoal. Detoxification. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You want to talk about the salt? Pink Himalayan salt, Uh, right? uh, Yeah. Which is is very uh, detoxifying, helps draw out impurities. Mm -hmm. A lot of people think it's drying, but really it's more, uh, it's a humectant, which pulls in moisture. Uh, mm-hmm. It pulls out toxins. So if you have like problematic skin, acne, things like that, it helps draw out toxins. Yep. Yeah. And uh, I often, I recommend that people do a salt bath after they have energy work done, uh, doing tuning forks, stuff like that. But I do with them. I tell them, hey, get a, get a bath, get a salt bath. Salt bath, yep. right. Yep. That's a great That's... recommendation. It's um, Salt is just one of the best ways to, to detox. Yeah. Absolutely. And then we um, we also infuse our oils with herbs. So we grow herbs and we'll put, you know, lavender in oil or comfrey or calendula, things, herbs that are known to be beneficial for the skin. Mm-hmm. And then we'll use those in our soaps and lotions. So oh, that's, that's so nice. nice. Yeah. One of our best sellers is a, a dandelion infused soap. Oh. Dandelion soap. So we forage for our own dandelion. Do you? Yeah. And violet, you, whatever. Yeah. With the dandelion soap, do you do you use essential oils to scent that, or is it? Just we do. Dandelion? We usually use a, a more of a citrus floral. It's for a summer, more of a summer soap. Oh, Lemongrass yeah. is a good oh, one yeah. for yeah, dandelion soap because it has that bright citrus note. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Great. That sounds beautiful. So, how did you guys get started making your soaps and beauty products? Well. It was kind of a fluke, I'd say. Um, Kelly is a um, natural born learner. She's just always studying. And um, she went to a soap making class. And I just happened to be uh, in the kitchen. She walks in. She was telling me about this class and how excited she was. And I had never heard of, uh, you know, I'd seen soaps at markets and things, but never realized there was a market for soap. And I'm like, well, what is it? And she told me what it was. And I was like, well, that's kind of cool. I said, but can you sell soap? <laughs> you know, that's that was the question. She's like, well, yeah, people buy soap all day long. And I'm like, well, right. that's kind of neat. Because I didn't know anything about it. I, I was clueless, just like everybody else. I go to the store, I buy a bar of soap, I wash with soap. I didn't know. So when she educated me on why to use a, a better soap, um, then I started to get interested and realized that this was something that we could maybe do as a business. And we were fairly new as a as a couple, mm-hmm. and it was a way for us to actually bond, right? Work in the kitchen, do things yeah. together, so we could spend more time with each other and make a little money. Uh huh. Start a little business. Yeah. And it just grew from there. Wow, that's wonderful. And as you went along, creating formulas and honing your craft, were there any notable recipe disasters along the way that you can tell us about? We've had one or two. We're, um, <laughs> Remember the salt soap? Yeah. We the had, first batch we made? Yeah, we, it's, it's a process. It's a process. You have to make mistakes to learn how to do it. Mm-hmm. So we have had some stinkers. We had um, a salt soap that was really bad. <laughs> and not for the set that it was bad. It was, it was um, we just didn't know how to do it correctly. And so it was really crumbly. Uh-huh. It was it was basically falling apart. And uh, we sold it at the market. And we are, we have a um, we stand behind our products. So we uh-huh. tell people if there's anything that doesn't work for you, just bring it back. And 
You know, funny enough, only one lady brought it back and said it kind of fell apart, you know, <laughs> and uh, we were like, okay, yes, absolutely. Here's another sober. We'll give you your money back. So, so it was a bar that wouldn't stay together? Right. Uh, right. It would crumble. Oh. So we, it took us a while to figure out why did it crumble? What do we need to do to fix it? So once we got it fixed, it's one of our best sellers. Oh, uh, cool. So, yeah. So it is a, it's an exfoliation soap or is it just a, does the salt um, kind of melt away? It's kind of both. I, I personally, I, I use it on a puff, like mm-hmm. a scrubby. Um, it's a little uh, more exfoliating than I like. Some people love it. Some people like that real deep scrub. Mm-hmm. I'm a little less of that. Yeah. So um, I use it on a scrubby. And that one is good for acne. Oh. Um, you can use it with a washcloth. A lot of teenagers or, you know, even college students. Anyone, really, you can just use a washcloth and... And then just put it on your face and leave it on for a few minutes, mm-hmm. and it works really well. That oh, way. Yeah. that's great! Or that's what we've it been is. told. Yeah. yeah. Well, cool. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think <laughs> it's really great to get young people into natural products like that. And if they, I know there's all the commercials on TV and online now of products with celebrities touting, you know, whatever expensive product there is and then they've got to get on some kind of program for it but if they just try out some natural products they'd be surprised like um charcoal for example and i've got a bar of charcoal soap right here and it smells delightful everybody bergamot it's one of my favorite essential oils this one's a ginger bergamot and it's a charcoal soap what can you tell us about charcoal Charcoal is, well, it's similar to clay. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when, when you put a mask on your face, a lot of times it has clay in it. And charcoal works the same way. Um, it it draws out those impurities and oils. So it's also a really good one for oily skin. Uh, yeah. uh, you have some important information to share with us today regarding chemicals found in many skincare products. So can you tell us a little bit about all of that? Do you want to start? Oh, go ahead. Okay. Um, well, one thing that I found out about, let's see, I guess it was 18 years ago when I was pregnant um, with my first child, I participated in a study through the University of Minnesota, and it was, it was looking at um, phthalates. And phthalates are chemicals that are found in just about anything you bring into your house. They're in plastic toys. They're in fragrances, like remember those Wix air fresheners or the Glade Mm -hmm. air fresheners. They're also in like scented garbage bags. um, Which you can't find. You can hardly find garbage bags that are not scented. I know. Isn't that amazing? Except the small, tiny ones. I'm sorry. I digress. But yeah. So go on, please, about that. Yes, yes. It's really hard to avoid those. Mm -hmm. But they're in um, fragrances. And what they do is they disrupt the endocrine system they um, mess with their reproductive system and males are especially susceptible to them like um, in adolescence and Mm. they can actually result in making people sterile Um, yeah so those aren't a good thing they're something that you definitely want to avoid and then parabens also parabens are um, hormone disruptors so they mimic Mm. estrogen and the problem with that is that estrogen causes cells to divide really rapidly and mm-hmm. it can, you know, so let's say you have like breast cancer, but it's in an early stage and estrogen mimicking chemical like parabens can cause it to 
speed up its um, division. Uh huh. So what what are some examples that you find parabens in? Oh, um, shampoos, soaps, cosmetics. Oh my! Yeah, yeah. so you have to be everything careful. that ladies put on their bodies, and, exactly. and young men. Yeah, want to impress the girls? Yes, you want to smell good, and you put a whole bunch of chemicals on on yourself. Exactly. Um, yeah, and the the FDA will say that parabens aren't in a high enough concentration in cosmetics to cause a problem, but you know, I say err on the side of caution, and you know, why not use natural products? They're better anyway. They're really more. They're higher quality anyway so I can say that most natural products that I use well I've pretty much used all natural products at this point in my life but they all last longer than anything else that's commercial so I will buy something a bar of soap for example it might be a little bit more expensive but it lasts longer and it is better for me and it smells better in general all the fragrances in the natural soaps and skincare products that I use, they smell better than once you get that stuff out of your nose and you kind of lose that conditioning and you take in more natural smells and not chemicals, but the actual natural oils. And you probably know the scientific term better than I do. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's much more enjoyable. By far. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was just—I—I I was just gonna add to what she was saying about um, the chemicals and things. A lot of people don't even realize, you know, our largest organ is our skin, mm-hmm. and um, we put deodorant, we put shampoo, we put lotions, we put perfumes, we put things like that on the largest organ. So I always tell people, you know, if if I told you those chemicals were in your sandwich, <laughs> you wouldn't eat it. No. But yet, but yet we'll put them on our skin. And you absorb more through your skin than you would if you just eat it. Yeah. So people don't realize that it's more more harmful for them than if they were just to go ahead and eat it. Yeah. Which makes no sense. So. Yeah, that's very true. And you know about skin because you are a massage therapist, that's, right? That's correct. <laughs> and what is your business name for your massage therapy? I, I I don't really have a business name, oh. honestly. <laughs> I, I work through uh, word of mouth. Okay. So just for, through referrals, just. That's really how I get all my business. Okay, so guys, uh, Tim here does massage, so you guys can reach out. You can probably find him at Pure Karma Soap. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, okay, did we miss anything on chemicals? Are there any more points um, that you wanted to make yeah, on that? Yeah, I mean, one thing about store-bought soap is a lot of times it has detergents. Um, it may have preservatives, you know. Um, Fragrance. Formaldehyde. Yeah. And also, one thing is that they normally take the glycerin out of store-bought soaps because glycerin is a precious substance that can be used in other cosmetics. Mm-hmm. So they'll take it out. Glycerin is is the essential ingredient in soap. It's a um, humectant, and it is the main ingredient for moisturizing your skin. Mm-hmm. So store-bought soaps are actually drying for that reason. And I'm not, I shouldn't, you know, generalize all store-bought soaps, yeah. but you do have to have some discrimination when you're buying soap at the store. Mm-hmm. And I always did wonder why, uh, when I was using largely marketed soaps, why my skin was so dry all the time. But that made me buy more expensive 
big marketed lotions that smelled really good and had a whole bunch of their own chemicals in them. And then I would slather that all over myself because my skin was so dry. So yes, uh, I see where I, I see where that would be a problem with no glycerin in the soap or very little. What what is the most moisturizing aspects of the soaps that you have that you produce that you make? I think it's it's the the the, the quality of the product that we put into the soap. We use good oils, organic oils that are nourishing to the skin. They're not stripping; they're adding nourishment to the skin. And that's the most crucial key. We're taking out preservatives. We're taking out the chemicals that dry, and um, that just makes the makes really the whole difference. And we we use um, rosehip oil, oh, yeah. sea buckthorn oil. Those are both known for having antioxidants and lots of. Um, a, C, and E vitamins, which are really important for the skin. And then the essential oils. Um, the essential oils are essentially like the immune system of the plant. Mm-hmm. So that's why essential oils are so therapeutic. And some essential oils are specifically known to be um, beneficial for skin, like uh, rose geranium mm-hmm. and helichrysum. Mm-hmm. Um, those are the two that are coming to mind right now. So we definitely try to use those as much as possible in our lotions. One of my favorite, that is such a beautiful smelling oil. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It is super nice. You are on Facebook. We are. And the, under your business name, Pure Karma Soaps with us. Pure Karma Soaps. Okay. And there's a new website. PureKarmaSoaps.square.site. That's S as in Sam, I-T-E on the end. And you can always email Kelly and Tim with questions about their products at purekarmasoaps at hotmail.com. So you guys are part of a subscription box. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Uh, we have just uh, joined with uh, 13 Moons Apothecary out of Louisville. Uh, there are five artisans from around uh, the local Louisville area who have joined together to uh, make a seasonal offering uh, every um Solstice, we're going to offer a new box. Um, we have, um, I'm not sure, like we have our soap, our soap products. We have an artist who puts an offering of art in there. Oh. Um, 13 Moons Apothecary, she does amazing work with um, oh, herbs and things yeah. like that, infused herbs and tinctures and things like that. Um, there's, um, I'm not sure. The there's other... Nature's Love, which is, I think she sells bulk herbs that okay. she grows herself. Yeah. So yeah, it's just a, uh, a, mutual... cl- a collaboration of local artisans um, doing what, what we were talking about today, mm-hmm. trying to be healthy and um, holistic. holistic. That's uh, right. And we're thinking this will be, you know, the, the new economy of the new earth is going to be locally based mm-hmm. small businesses working in collaboration instead of in competition with each other. I would other. love to so. see that. That is that is a huge, huge win for so many involved in the community at large. Absolutely. I mean, I, we're all here for each other and we've, we're here to support each other and learn from each other. There's this awakening, hap- I think a reawakening, there's an awareness going on like never before. And this is the greatest time to really practice self-care and to, you know, test things out and talk to your local artisans and your local craftspeople and the people who are making these beautiful products that you can put on your skin and people who are making products that you can put in your body that's not going to harm you at all, but better you. 
So where else can people buy your skincare products? We typically set up at the uh, St. Matthew's Farmer's Market. I love that Farmer's it's, Market, yeah. It's, I'm biased, but the best in Louisville. <laughs> um, we set up every Saturday during the market. Uh, it's 8 to 12. It's at the Beargrass Christian Church on Shelbyville Road in Louisville. Mm-hmm. Um, we set up there just every single Saturday. We might miss one, one, one season, but yeah. we're usually always there. And um, COVID has kind of curtailed our, yeah. you know, yeah, presence in other places for the moment. Yeah. Um, uh, but we will have once our website is set up, we'll have a shopping cart and we'll have all our items on there, and so pe- people will be able to get on and buy products that they, way. Can they buy through Facebook if they contact you, or do you have do you list products on Facebook? We do. Yeah. Okay. Yep. They can always uh, go to our Facebook page, check out what we have ask questions they can um message us whatever you know whatever question whatever product we even have people can you make this well certainly we can make that what do you like we can do it oh cool yeah Yeah. that's what i was gonna ask how big are your batches like what what's a typical what's a typical batch look like of soap for example it it just depends on the order we can make as small as 10 10 bars of soap uh as many as 120 we just did 120 bar batch oh wow that was for Fox Hollow. They oh, yeah. um, they send us their suet, and we render it into tallow, and then we make a tallow soap for them. Most of our soaps are vegan, but in that yeah. case, not vegan. Wow, but that's great. It's no waste, you no know? Waste. Right. That's fantastic. Yeah. I was thinking about what a beautiful thing it was to get this, you know, package of suet and frozen <laughs> suet and then the output was these beautiful you know Amazing batches oils of soaps soap. so, yeah. yeah so what what's the fragrance or what what essential oils did you use for that one uh there was a lemongrass um there was a cedar wood and oh. there was a lavender oh, so lovely. those were all single note oh that's great um what about in say your um bath bombs like same same deal if you, if it's just like a, as little as 10 or as many as unlimited or? As many as you want. Right? Wow. Tim's the bath bomb king. Ah. Yes. Are you? <laughs> He's much better at it than I am. Oh, wow. Do you use molds to put, or uh-huh. do you shape them yourselves? Yeah. I've seen some, I've seen, I don't know who I follow on Instagram, but I've seen some really fun molds and decorative bombs. It's <laughs> really new. We only started this year with, um, with the bath bombs and it was just, why not? Let's try it. And that's that's kind of what we do. You know, we, we're we not afraid to make anything. And if it doesn't work, we'll punt. You know, we'll just we won't do it. If it works, we'll keep keep trying, trying to improve it. And Yep. Yep. As long as you don't blow up the kitchen. <laughs> no, right? Exactly. <laughs> right, right, exactly. I had a, oh gosh, I made ginger beer one time. And that was my last time <laughs> because it was an explosion. And we had newly remodeled our kitchen, like our living room and kitchen. And just ginger beer was oh, no. everywhere on the ceiling, <laughs> our light fixtures, the couch. I mean, oh. it was a mess. But uh, yeah, so it doesn't sound like you guys have had any of those kinds of messes. So it's you guys do them out. No, our main issue is with our natural deodorant. Just oh. with our, we're trying to use. We don't use any plastic, so all of our packaging is oh. like recyclable. Anyway, we got these push-up mm-hmm. containers, and for some reason, we're just struggling with them. Yeah, <laughs> so. I've seen bars, um, 
and on paper I've tried that and it didn't work but the jars aren't bad um, I've tried ones in glass jars but then still you've got a plastic top yeah mm. so um, but I like what you guys are doing with with uh, with using all recyclable material that's really I mean that's what you guys I mean it's what you're all about so of course I wouldn't have expected anything less practice what you preach uh-huh exactly well guys Tim Kelly thank you so much for being here thank I you really, thank you. really appreciate it and guys you can find them again they are pure karma soaps and it, they have a Facebook and a website coming up, purekarmasoaps.square.site. And you can reach them at purekarmasoaps at hotmail.com. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank Thanks for listening. This show is brought to you by Human Soundcheck, my method of sound healing tuning fork therapy. Learn more at humansoundcheck.com. Don't forget to follow Variety Show for the Soul on Instagram at vs for the soul. Until next time.